Dave and Doreen. The Morning KLH. That's actually technically incorrect today. It's uh, just Dave and Marcus. Doreen's off today. The Morning KLH. Frank Caliendo in studio with us. Good morning, Frank. Yeah. Uh, how are you, man? I'm driving Doreen away, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she actually is driving. That's what she's doing. Okay. Yeah, she had to take her daughter down to Omaha. Uh, her daughter is interviewing around at dental schools. Oh, really? To, yeah, so it's Creighton. She's down there oh, today. Oh, okay, yeah, Creighton has a great dental school. Yeah, so she's headed down there today. When you know about this, I mean, you got kids in college, or at least one. My son's at ASU, and my daughter is, uh, my. she's applying now for schools, but she's going to go to ASU, uh, and, and, that, and she just has that thing where you know, she's a 17-year-old girl, and she goes, why am I even doing this? I know I'm going to ASU. <laughs> That's when I get the most money to go to school. It's not going to cost me very much. Why am I putting myself through this? All right, then don't. No, I have to. <laughs> I was reading. I was reading uh, my brother Rico. This um, she wrote this essay in school. So I, I got to read the beginning of it too because it's the greatest. It just pulls you in. She's a really good writer, and you can judge for yourself if I'm just a dad saying this. But this okay. is this is her. Like they ask for something that changed your life. And she'd broken her elbow, right? And, and I remember uh, that. So uh, this is how she starts her college entrance exam essay. In my earliest days of partying, waking up on the floor of a Las Vegas hotel, <laughs> unaware of my surroundings was not unusual. This particular time was no outlier to that trend. As I came to, I took a sip of liquid courage from my Capri Sun and skipped off. Somehow, four-year-old me had not only escaped my mom... <laughs> but also made it past the crew members and onto stage with my dad. I was officially ready for my dad's Monte Carlo comedy show residency, which I had decided was our comedy show residency. That is phenomenal. I'm like, the teacher, when he was reading it, goes, what the heck? And Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. And then really he asked, I, I, like, after it was all done, because he knew it was really good, or he thought it was really good. I have to say that it's kind of weird that you referenced Rico and he's sitting right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. What a talent. It is incredible. Uh, first of all, your hair is longer <laughs> than the last time I saw you. Well, that, that happens naturally. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, if you don't go to a barber. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to ask you a question about the uh, Roger Daltrey who thing. How's that going? Oh, it's it's been fantastic. It has been. Well received. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, We were at the uh, uh, the Bend in West Bend and we played, we opened for Kofi Baker. Ginger Baker. Wow. Yeah. Son. Yeah. So that was quite an honor to open for him. And it was a, it was a fun show and good, good feedback. How do you practice the screams? <laughs> We're going to go there, are we? Yeah. I tried yeah. to get him warmed up. I was like, you yeah. got to get be ready. Dave's, Dave heard, you know, Dave knows you can do it. You got to yeah. do something. Yeah. Well, I, I don't really know that much about the technical aspects of singing, mm-hmm. uh, but I do know there's a thing called a vocal fry. And I think you just do it. Okay. I think, I don't know how to do a it. A vocal fry. Do yeah, your voice right. blow out when you do it? Is no, it? No? No, you just take your vocal. I don't, I can't even tell you how I do it. I just do it. Well, then do it. Just scream. Like, well, back scream. off. Back yeah. off and just scream. Yeah, 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 ready. Yeah! <laughs> you hear that voice? Yeah, that's it. That's a vocal okay. fry. That's good. Right. Do you have that's to warm up for that for a show? Are you backstage? Uh, yeah! I probably should be. But don't. You don't? That sounds like me. Well, you know, Marcus is a guitar player, okay? And uh, we're going in March to Punta Cana 
as a morning show. Oh, yeah. Listeners can come along with us. The details are on our website. And we're staying at the Hard Rock. And I found out yesterday that at the Hard Rock, you can actually have a Fender guitar brought into your to room. To your room. To your room. And, and While you're there, you can shred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you can, can shred. You can shred. Yeah. <laughs> so while everybody else is laying in the sun enjoying the weather, you could be... You know, I'm just kicking back in the room, watching everybody at at the pool. Just is there a time? Is there is there a quiet time at the Hard Rock? Like you're not allowed to. And the, is there another room where they bring drums? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check in with 22B. See what well, they're up to. Here's the thing. Marcus's son is a, quite the drummer. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, Oak Creek, give him a plug. Yeah, Oak Creek just won the uh, WSMA marching band competition for the ninth consecutive year this past weekend. Yeah. Out in Whitewater. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. It is awesome. Very good. And uh, so how's your guy in college? How's he doing? I haven't seen him for a while. No? No, he's, he's, he's doing well. So much of this college experience is finding ways for the college, the university to make more money, I've noticed. Really? I mean, when I went to UWM... I, it was $900 for the semester. I remember you could take 12 to 20 credits. For uh, $900. 900, I think it was 900 it was, And I took 20 credits and I had, because I wanted to graduate, uh, Ryan Time, and I I kind of, I didn't want to say goof around. I had like a three seven three eight or something in college. I did pretty well. But I, I wasn't really paying attention to my credits. And I changed my major as a junior from uh, mass communication to broadcast journalism. And the funny thing is, I had I didn't want to take the broadcast journalism class, the television journalism, and to take the I had to take it for mass communication, but I didn't have to take it for broadcast journalism, which made no sense. None whatsoever. Because it felt like that would be the main class you'd have to take. Right. But I was never good being the interviewer. I always wanted to be the interviewee. I always wanted to be Robin Williams on the Tonight Show, going, "Oh my God, here we are." <laughs> What's going on, Jay? Oh no, you're not Jay anymore. You're Conan. Who knew? You know that. that so that's that's what I want to do. And I just was never. I was always even when, way back to when I was at UWM and I interviewed right. you. Yeah, I'm so awkward trying to do it. I just never felt like I was important enough to be the interviewer, especially with a school project. I always thought that was weird. Like, uh, yeah, Mister Mister Dave, could I please? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You were good. You were fine. Oh, you were nice. Everybody was nice. I mean, everybody was nice about it because they knew that what it was. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like your, it's like your community service as a broadcaster, knowing right. a young broadcaster coming up, and mm-hmm. you could get free tokens at the batting cage. Well, and that was another thing too. <laughs> yeah, when he worked at Mike Hegan's, I used to bring my sons in there. And uh, well, Rico worked there too. Rico, did worked you? There. Yeah, Rico oh, worked yes. there more because they liked him more than me. <laughs> Free tokens from you, he though. didn't give out the free tokens. Yeah, that's why he's a good worker. No, he would just he would just spin it better. Yeah. Rico used to throw batting practice to Craig Council. Really? That was uh, that's a main talking point whenever I get to talk about the the Haas. Yeah, because Craig used to come in, and there was a whole thing about how Craig, all the the minor leaguers and everybody who played around was like, he's not that good. You know, people would just say that kind of stuff because he was a real real hard worker. Right. But just different. I mean, everything he did looked different, right? Mm-hmm. And I think his dad worked in the box office or something yeah, at, for his, the Brewers. His dad was an executive for the Brewers. Okay, yeah, so John Council, yeah. So he was working there, and people were like, he's getting somewhere off his dad's name. And like people would just say that, you really? know, because people just talk garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had that stance. Right, the stance. With yeah. the hands way up high. Yeah, right, and, right. And all just look goofy. Of, but I remember you giving him soft toss and all that kind of stuff, throwing soft toss. And 
which is when you toss the ball up right in front of the person, they just work on their swing as opposed to you know, the pitch. But he would throw full-on batting practice to him in the cage in the back. And uh, I just remember the guys going, this guy's worked so hard, it's never going to pay off. He's just not, you know, he just doesn't have the tools. And wow. he's won two World Series. Two World Series. And that's, yeah. that's one of those things I tell people, you never know. So if people are naysayers to you, it doesn't matter. If you believe in something and you have the will, and you, he had to have enough skill, right? right. I mean, he, he had the tools. He, he might not be at the upper echelon of the athletic ability of some of the guys you see in the major leagues. But, but he made up for it. He made up for it with hard work he and, and uh, determination and studying. I mean, that's just the, if you understand the game. But you have to have something to start with. He obviously had something. But mm-hmm. it, that's one of those people when people say, you know, people say I suck. It doesn't matter. Right. People have told everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people, you're not good enough. And now – Look at that career. It's unbelievable. Not most baseball players, you know, who anybody growing up playing baseball would kill for that career. Right. Like it's like you're just like a two worlds. What? And the winning run. And the winning run, yeah. Yeah, it's one crazy. Of the World Series. It's yeah. crazy. So Rico, did Craig give you a piece of the ring when he won it? So yeah. giving you credit for yeah. helping him get his career underway? Uh, it was a great letter that I received from him. It was very nice of him to send that. <laughs> I really appreciated it. it. Okay. Yeah. It's, That's it's, very cool. It is. It was, it, was. it was like Sesame Street, brought to you by the letter W. Yeah. That's the letter. He, he, uh, he, I remember him sitting in back of Mike Higgins, uh, which was the batting cages, and he worked there some, but not a, a bunch. Like he would, I, I think he worked there every once in a while. But he was. This was after, and he was. He, I think he went to Notre Dame, right? Yeah, so he, I did. Was, he was either at school or in the minor leagues at the time. I remember sitting at the desk, and people were talking to him. And I came in. I was just, you know, I was probably talking like Robin Williams, like, "Oh my God," or something. I then I was talking seriously later, and he's like, he just looked at me with that understated correct counsel. He goes, "I, uh, I don't know if you're telling jokes or being serious right now." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I don't know either." 